to oh, be no, a little closer. Good. I do. I touch it too. I'm like, I try not to. But. <laughs> yeah, but so well, what have been um, what's been some of your best experiences in the club, like with a customer? Um, you mean best by money aspect or best by like conversation? Because like, I sometimes do try to network myself. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I try to get tips i try to like like the whole when you get the whole shebang you have a customer that you really enjoy his company he enjoys yours the dances are great there's like chemistry and then he gives you great money too yeah i've had quite a couple days like that quite a couple nights but it's like i'm exuberating too much effort to even make it to that point you get what i mean it's the days that i if i don't exuberate a lot of energy like that or if i don't if I don't try, then that's when I never get days like that. You know, it's like stagnant yeah. day. And it's like sometimes I don't feel like fucking flirting with a fat. OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> like a, some lard fuck that's like breathing heavy in my ear and fondling my nipples and asking me if it turns me on. Mm. But then I get yeah. that fucking 500 VIP and I'm like, fuck. I know. You're like, yeah, daddy. I, I, was, like, it. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like maybe you do look like Idris Elba. Like, <laughs> is that what you're going for? It's like yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. What do you, what do you think about when you're giving lap dances? What, what are what are the funnest things that you think about? Dude, I fucking I just think about like okay, so I think about man, the fucking DJ put on a four minute song and I get irritated. <laughs> like sometimes, like I'll be staring at Paige and she'll put on this long ass song. It's like four songs I had to do, and it's like Mercy by like Kanye West. <laughs> it sounds like five minutes. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> do I just like count this as two songs? It's like, I think everything I think about, like, if I want to get quesadillas after this, or it's like, <laughs> do I like want to go home and listen to Adele and cry? I don't know. Oh it's my like, <laughs> I love Adele when you need to cry. Adele is like, perfect for like when you want to get into your feels and feel sad and I shit if she knows how many strippers love her oh <laughs> she must know at this point someone has to make it very explanatory to her her and SZA and summer walker <laughs> oh okay i don't know the last one i'm terrible <laughs> she's pretty good she makes like super like sad songs oh god I should probably listen to it then yeah she's really <laughs> fucking good she's like in the r&b aspect yeah I've been getting into like weird kind of like bluegrass country stuff, which is surprising for me. Or I don't know, I guess because it feels kind of grungy. Like I um, love country. I I'm really it's really grown on me. You know, like being in Cali, yeah. I got made fun of <laughs> in like the second in Christian school. Yeah. Second grade. I had little girls making Dead fun ass. of me for listening to country. So it was almost like taboo. Don't listen to country. No, it, it is really taboo because but, you want to know what's crazy? My dad, even though my dad was in Toga, right? He was basically enamored by American culture anyways. So that factorized why he wanted to come to America. One of the reasons. Did he listen but to country? He loved country. Oh my god. Yeah, like Johnny Cash, George Strait. <gasps> I love Johnny Cash. Yeah. Literally. Shania Twain. Shania Twain. Do you know uh, do you know one of the girls dances to a Shania Twain? Song? Yes. Yeah, do you love it? Yeah, bro, I love it. Every time it comes on, it was like, what which one? Oh, I feel like a woman. God, I feel like a woman, bro. <laughs> And she's up there fucking owning it. Like, she is owning it. I've tried to dance on to country. I tried to dance to literally to Chris Stapleton, oh, yeah. to Morgan Wallen, to Jason Aldean. I've Chad tried, 
But I remember, I forgot who the fuck it was, but somebody told me to stick to my genre. <laughs> no, what? it was really fucking funny. I remember a little bit who it was. And she was like, you know, you shouldn't be playing that white ass shit. You need to be playing like Burna Boy. Yeah. But it was fucking funny. Cause it's like she actually helped me like play more Afro beats like yeah. when I dance. Cause I like I put well, on yeah. if you like that though. But at the same time, like sometimes like dancing to the music that will get the guys that you want, True. like the customers that you want. Yeah. And those old white guys like fucking love country, bro. They love rock. They do. Well, so the only country I can really dance to and the only country like I'm really, really into is sort of like um I, li- I don't even know if it's really country. Like, Giovanni and the Higher Guns is kind of like a new band. Yeah. I li- uh, he has work on his voice a little bit more, but I really, really like that band, like, a lot. Probably have to lift and them then, up. And then, like, oh, I'll dance to the song Fuzzy, Fuzzy. by, uh, I think it's the Daniel Rogers Band or something, Randy Rogers Band. Huh. But I like that band. I don't know. I like gritty country. I like that kind of. But, I but you know, I'm a Jelly Roll fan, so I'm like. Jelly Roll is like literally I feel like 80% of the customers that come to the club look like him I'm not gonna lie they're my favorite <laughs> I know you said you don't like them but that's that's okay baby you just hand them to me they're my favorite nah they're big spenders I'm not gonna lie so I like them it's, it's not even that I just love them I just love them do you them. like how they cushion you in mm, yeah well, and I just, they're just easy. They're easy to get along with. They're fun. They're exciting. Like, they are I don't funny. Know, I don't know what it is. I just, I like big boys. And I like guys in their 40s and 50s. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm done. Yeah. It's like, I like them too. Just not in the summer mumps right now. Cause they kind of smell really like. Oh, some of them. Some of them, I'm sorry. Like, I, just, I don't know if maybe my nose just doesn't work or if I'm just lucky. Because, like, a couple times girls have been like, his breath smells so bad. And I was like, I couldn't tell. Like, I guess I got lucky. <coughs> I don't know. Yeah, some of them smell literally like onions. Like, they just smell like stink on shit. I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. an outhouse. Like, Randy Rogers Band does fuzzy. That's what it was. Okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah, and I mean, I've had a couple of guys. I usually get this. I don't know why I get, like, skinny guys. Yeah. You smell bad. But, like, I think yeah. they were out, like, working hard. Working hard and stuff. And sometimes they'll come and be like, I was working hard all day. Then I came in to see you. I'm like, you couldn't take a shower first? Like, a quick even shower. My, even my man takes a shower when he's done mowing the lawn before he comes and kisses me. Exactly. Like, Honestly. Know. It's like body odor or something in there. It's not really taken seriously by the men. It's just like, I don't know. It's just one of the factors where I'm like, Fuck. And then I take really long showers when I get home. Oh, yeah. You do shower when you get home. Always. That's actually a really good habit. I do not do that, and mm-hmm. that's horrible. I, <laughs> I, that's I don't, okay. I don't know why. I just, I'm terrible. But um, I used to when I was breastfeeding my daughter. I would yeah. come home Aww. and I would take a shower because, you know, yeah. cigarette smoke and stuff. Exactly. But I heard, like, you absolutely should take showers right when you get home. Yeah. You know, to get all the, the like, the cigarette smoke, it's I think, The mostly. cigarette smoke and just the smell that's like attached to you that's lingering still and just the because it's hot right now too so for me personally so hot in there yeah i did a 20 minute vip like uh yesterday or the day before i think and i came out like drenched yeah honestly i was like i hope you don't mind it's like you're getting exhausted bro and it's like it's just that's one of the factors too it just makes me feel uncleanly in a sense like i'm icky or something Mm -hmm. if i just get into my bed yeah, it's like in a sense, it feels like I'm taking the club home with me. Yeah. And it's like, I don't I want to leave the club where the club is. I don't want to take it home. I wish our shower was like 
I like we had like towels in our shower situation. Exactly. Was, like, a little bit more spa like. Exactly. A little bit more. Sp- it just gives me kind of like the so shower there gives me janky vibes. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I can't. I can't do it there. They need to renovate our little bathroom for us. They need to renovate it completely. That bathroom will be nasty as shit, bro. There's piss on the floor and shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, is there really? Sometimes, like the little sprinkle. Oh. So I always hovers. <laughs> You're a hover. I'm a hover everywhere I go. I just everywhere is a legit thing, actually. Yeah. Like, I'll go into a quick trip sometimes, and I'll just be going through each stall, going, "Fuck, dude." Looks exactly. Like I'm hovering today. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm hovering today. <laughs> but then when I'm super drunk, I can't have the strength to lift my ass cheeks up. <laughs> so the ass cheeks they glued to the seat. Yeah. They do. I definitely drink when I'm there at the club. You know, um, I think a lot of us probably deal with some, not not all of us, quite a few of us deal with some level of alcoholism simply depending on how many days a week we work there. Yeah, it really does depend on how many days a week we work there. For me, for example, Friday nights and Saturday nights, it, it gets too chaotic and I can't, especially with me taking a step back mm-hmm. from like working Friday nights and Saturday nights consistently like I used to. Yeah, yeah. So you do, you do forget how like um, busy it gets in there. And yeah, it's very overwhelming. You forget how like I forgot for a little bit how I really make my money and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh, I make my money by binge drinking. And it's like I'm not trying to binge drink anymore. I know it makes me sad, too. So I went uh, <laughs> I used to just be drinking like tequila shots. Yeah. And and doubles and stuff. And then so then I, I switched from that and I was like, OK, I'm going to do a little better. And I started doing singles, uh, yeah. single vodka sodas. And then I'm doing a little, even a little better than that. Now I'm doing like these high noons, which don't taste terrible. Exactly. They're actually pretty good. They are pretty good. And they're like a beer. So I was, I drank, I'm not going to lie. I drank nine of them on Saturday, (laughs) nine of them on Saturday. Um, no shots on top of that, which I was actually kind of bummed out about because sometimes I'm in that mood. I'll just go to like, are we doing tequila? I was like, yeah, (laughs) tequila shots now. And like. I've gotten into like shots now because at first it was just girly drinks, whereas like because I couldn't handle how robust pure yeah. alcohol is. But now I can just go up to the bar and be like, hey, I just need maybe like fucking fireball. Maybe that's how you can tell like how tough uh, or how long a stripper has been doing it for. Yeah. By what kind of fucking drink she's ordering. Cause, exactly. You know we got so we have and I don't know if we still have it or not, but we had like this um, special barrel that they made for us a uh, crown. Royal yeah. made for us, and it's like a Crown Royal XR, and it was like 110 proof. <coughs> and Holy I had, shit. are you okay? Yeah, I just <coughs> got some spit in my throat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so. just thinking about it. No, just thinking about it will make your mouth water. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Um, hun- and it's so robust. I mean, it's and I just I knew a girl that was just would down those. And I was like, you have uh, been here a minute. Uh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, this job is tough on you, huh? Fuck. The, the job is tough on all of us. We, we do end up drinking. I mean. Part of it's because it's a lot of fun, and a part of it is because it is, like, really hard to make conversation with people you don't know right away. It's, yeah. like, hard to break into it. It's hard to break that heist. It's yeah. hard to just... And to be honest, my night shift shuffle... Shuffle? My my hustle, mm-hmm. it is like that. It's like a shuffle, basically. Yeah. My, my hustle on night shift is terrible. I, I have such a hard time... So, like, Saturday I worked, I made 500 during the day, yeah. and then I only made 200 at night. Yeah. Or, like, 300, maybe. Yeah. And it... I just don't do as well at night as I do during. The- I love day shift way more. Mm, day, it's just yeah, it's just way more enjoyable. It's like way less crowded and it's less chaos too. So that was what helped me like kind of like stray away from like binge drinking too. So it helped me practice the art of like sobriety again because 
drinking was killing me physically. I was having days where I was like, I couldn't even do my skincare anymore. Like, it'd be too hard for me to get into showers. Like, mm-hmm. I make it up the stairs, but it's like, well, drinking's passed a, out. A yeah. depressant. And if you were already dealing with like your feelings around, you know, um, exactly. Yeah. Like, before, what were you kind of dealing with while you were in school, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, depression, um, mental anguish, to be honest. Um, so, like, a lot of anxiety? I was dealing with a lot of anxiety feeling pressurized by my parents, the lack of boundaries, too, by my parents, mm. too. So, like, yeah, I had my apartment and everything, but there was no boundaries, mm. you know. I had my dad coming up there whenever the fuck he wanted, unnoticed, Dang. just to check in on me to Is see what he, the... Does he pay for the apartment? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's one of the factors, too, yeah. but also he wanted to be checking on me, like, what I was doing. So sure. it's not like I'm paying for the rent, so it's like, what... What can I say? You can't yeah, show and up. And they're very different from, like, American families, I assume. Because, um, yeah. like, with my family, it was wild with my family. Like, they were super strict on yeah. me, especially academically. But as soon as I turned 18, girls, they were like, I don't know. <coughs> like, you do you. Whatever you want. I'm like, what? I what thought that, too, me? when I was, like. But they were like, uh-uh. No, you're, no. you're ours forever or until you get married. Yeah, lack of boundaries. It's like, And it's not just with me. It's, like, with all three of us. And my sister's, like, 30. She turned 30 this year. Is she married? No, she's not married. She ended up moving back to Denver, but there's still lack of boundaries because my dad will still blow up her phone, you know. Dang. My dad will still treat her like she's like 18, 17. So and do you like, think that's that's cultural for you guys? Um, I want to say it's like for all cultures, it's like they value independency, but then at the same time with my parents and my dad in general, it's like a he has a certain control mechanism mm-hmm. about him. So uh, do they like, pressure you guys to get married or anything? No, no, there's no pressure. Like, we're They're not pressurized to be, like, married anytime mm-hmm. soon. My dad just, just wants like us all to be... Academically. Su- academically, okay. it's very... A lot of pressure. It's too much pressure. It's it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And, and yeah. killed me. So it's like, I broke. So it's like, I can't imagine what the pressure was... For Sandra, but then again, there was a lot more pressure on me because I'm the one that was born here. I'm the first mm. one to be born in the States. So it's like they're laying it all on me. So it's like, yeah, I know he just wants us to be successful. He wants us to be just as established as him. Cool, I get it, but it's just the lack of boundaries kind of broke me and just my depression and my anxiety and just... I had a lot of, like, ideations, too, I was dealing with, and it was just, it was like an internal battle with myself mentally. It's an internal battle. So I just ended up breaking. Yeah. So when I hit that breaking point, I was very explanatory to my dad, and he was very understanding, but he was like, you know, you're going to come back home, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I came back home. That's where even more boundaries yeah. aren't, Yeah. I feel that. I've been through a couple of little things like that, too. Um, Academically speaking, like, when I was younger, like, that was right when they came out with Blackboard for, like, uh, for, like, high school and stuff like that. (laughs) Oh, my God. My dad would be calling me five minutes before I get into class, like, hey, did you do that assignment? I see that you missed that assignment, and, like, maybe there's some extra credit you can ask the teacher, and how come you only got a C on that test? You should have gotten a B, at least. I mean, come on now. And I'm like, are you... Like, right, like, it's just... And then even being here, I was going to college, and, like, he's paying for my college. And I think that's why when I started dancing, that was one of the first things I did was um, I told my parents they didn't have to pay for my college anymore. I said, I'm going to pay for my college now. Exactly. 
then it was sort of like, well, if I want to fucking take a semester off, I can take a you fucking can do semester it, yeah. off. Yeah. So exactly. really, it, it does help to become financially independent from them. It does. But even then, he'll probably still call you all the time. <laughs> Honestly, to <laughs> be completely honest. It's I mean, like, you know, yeah. even my sister, my older sister kind of had a hard time kind of shaking them off financially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my older sister last so year. They, like they wanted to pay for stuff. Yeah, they got her a car last year. And was she trying to be like, no, 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 not not really. No, like it's like my out. sister. Like <laughs> it's a cycle. <laughs> like she has a career. She's a physical therapist herself. Dang, like dang. you know, she has a good job. That is a really good. It's job. just like the dependency is also from the fact they've been doing it all her mm-hmm. life in. All too, it's just me. I'm trying to break yeah. free from it. When I was 23, I remember telling my dad that uh, I was like, hey, dad, because um, I was doing a, it was right before I started dancing. Yeah. And I was an at-home healthcare care aide. Mm-hmm. And so I had these people I was taking care of in their house. And so I was like an at-home health care aide. Yeah. And uh, I told him, I said, hey, dad, if I stopped going to college and I like took this class Aww. instead, like this um, six month thing, yeah. I can get certified and I can make more money. And it just sounds like it's a really great, I'm really enjoying this yeah. and I really want to climb, wow. climb that. that ladder. And he was like, no. Really? He was like, you think that you're going to make as much money doing that as you're going to be a, a certified dietitian? And <laughs> so he pressured me to go ahead pressure and it, yeah. continue on my path. And now with me, now that I have my daughter, I'm like, I don't really want to pressure them to do college. I feel like college just isn't really, because I have a small degree. I have an associate. I've never used it for anything. Exactly. And then doing another two years, which technically takes four. Yeah. It's never the amount that they say. Exactly, honestly. You know, shit happens and it always goes like forever. You know, for me to just get my next step in there, it just, I'm making more money now. Exactly. Yeah. Honestly. So how I, far away are you from uh, from finishing? I only have a year left. Yeah, <laughs> I only have thirty two credit hours left. You can so totally that's do that. yeah. I know it's like that's why it's like it's no problem. It's like it's not like I'm not gonna like complete school. The thing that's baffling for me is like I'm not used to feeling like this. I'm always used to being a good problem solver mm-hmm. and getting shit done and always being on my p's and q's. But now that it's like. Yeah, my dad gave me that ultimatum, and it's very tempting. I just know if I went back in fall, right, and I did my shit, boom, I'd be back home anyways. I would literally drop all my classes again, and I'm being so dead serious. Wow. Yeah, I'm being serious. And then he would take that because I know the car is not going to be in my name, right? Oh, God. I know. Yeah, because my other car is not even in my own name. Oh, yeah, so my smart. Nissan, Murano, yeah, he he knows what he's doing. It's like a control tactic. Oh, shit. So it's like, yeah, he's holding it. He's dangling it above my head, like, just go back. Yeah, but it's like not that easy because I know myself. I'm going to break. So you got, you kind of stumbled into dancing just as like a farce at first, but now you're kind of looking at it like. It oh. was a farce. It was a complete fucking farce because I drove but, up there in that bitch. Like, <laughs> like oh, like this not is Not anything confident either, bro. I think I dressed raggedy as hell, bro. I was like, Claire was there. I know, and I tell Gabe this all the time. It's so funny. I was like, I think if you're the manager that day, I dead ass would not get hired. <laughs> it depends. Did you do any pull tricks? No, you I didn't thought, know no, any. No, dude. I I I say this to everyone. On and the the guard guy was there too. He said I did terrible. <laughs> he literally said it verbatim. I walked around the pole, pulled my thong to the side, 
It was like a little outfit that I picked up from like Victoria's Secret. Pulled my thong to the side, twerked on the floor a little bit. It was all very fast and ugly. Like it was not <laughs> stripper like. It was not the the uh the, not, the the club dancing. Yeah, it was not yeah, it was like a party, like downtown kind of dancing. It's nothing yes. to be enamored by. Yes. So I was like, ah, I did that shit. <laughs> Dude, I remember, oh my God. Because, you know, I got turned down my very first time because I was pretty new. It was like three yeah. months in. And, yeah. and I've always been like a heavier set girl, which now is like super in. Yeah, it but is. But like 10 years ago, wasn't. Yeah. So oh. it was a lot harder for me to get hired on into places being thicker. Yeah. But um, I do remember like new girls, all of us new girls will go in and we do like this fun little club dance. Like we're at the club with our girlfriends. Yeah, like right? Shaking our butt so fast, like a little Energizer bunny. Yeah. Like it's so cute. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Like I really was baffled. I was like, what the fuck? Like, cause like, I, I don't know if it was my personality or how I came in or oh, just, yeah. cause I was already cracking jokes. I was like, well, I was like, I'm here to audition. I was like, I'm probably going to get food after. I was like, but I'm just, you're the audition. Claire was like so nice. Yeah. Oh, she's doing well. She was, I know, I, I would think about her too, actually. She was a saint. She was she, really sweet. Yeah, but Gabe definitely would not have hired me. Yeah. <laughs> Danny would not hire me. So I don't know what the <laughs> hell she was. <laughs> Dude, he's, yeah, he's really picky. He's like, she needs to like be. Yeah, and it's trips. more embarrassing too, like when like an auditioner comes, right? They're super fucking good, right? And you're on your set before them, before oh, they audition. And, and they, they think, well, she's, you know, but I definitely got it. But like, nah, she has a lot more personality. Right. You understand. <laughs> it's like, she's fucking hired. I'm definitely hired. And they do like the most phenomenal performance. And then they fucking get turned down by Gabe. <laughs> Gabe yelled at me one time and it was so funny. I love Gabe. But... He yelled at me because I was like, you definitely got this job, girl. I was like, you <laughs> I can't wait to work with you. Blase, blase, blase. I was like, you did awesome. Yeah, we're like so sure. Yeah, yeah, I was so fucking, I was sure she did phenomenal. And then he was like, don't ever dance to a dancer before I like making a decision because it looks bad on me when I tell them no. Well, she probably like, would have been like, she had no idea. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I, we I understand. Know. We understand what the hiring process is. We get it. If a dancer goes like, you're definitely got this. We... As dancers coming in auditioning, we know better. Okay, yeah. We're like, well, you know, she's hoping, but yeah, I'll, I'll wait until the manager. It's comes. like I'm not trying to give feed you falsities or like trying to feed you false hope. It's like from my perspective, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. I've had that good. happen too plenty of times. I'll go into a club and the girls will be like, you definitely got it, and then the managers would be like, no, mm -mm, too thick, too fat, too exactly. many tattoos, too white, uh, hair not long enough, you mm. know, all sorts of different. All crazy these shit. little checklists. It's like. You'd fucking yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. like Magic from, City or some shit. From it's a dude trips. who looks like he smashed a whole Krispy Kreme 12 exactly. that morning. <laughs> like, where I had a manager in Dallas, no joke, had like just the grossest rat ponytail. Oh, gross. And it was at like the nicest gentleman's club down there too. Oh, you gritty. Know? And it was in the back. He had like no hair on top. Just like the fucking ratty, skinny little ponytail oh, in the back. Just hanging on to his youth from the 80s. Um, oh, <laughs> Telling me that I'm only good for day shift. I'm like, bro. Only good? Yeah, that's fucking. only good for day shift. That's okay. That day, Their day shift was nothing like ours, though. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, sometimes it baffles me when people um, turn down dancers from other clubs. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, you have no idea that that girl probably is like her top, the top dancer in her own club. Exactly. And she makes tons of money. And she could have brought you in tons of money. Tons of money, too. But you kind of based it on what your idea of beautiful is. 
You know, because exactly. I'd be like, I would be like, that's fine. I'll go home and make a thousand dollars. Exactly. My own, my own fucking club. It's like I get it. Like, I but know. I do get it though. On like, they're a lot nicer these days. This was like ten years ago, and they're <laughs> like, no one wanted to hire thick girls. I'm like, now I bet you wish you did. Like, exactly. No. Thick <laughs> girls are in, very in, very I much. I think. Um. No, I like your body type, and uh, it reminds mm-hmm. me of like your guys. You guys have that body type where has you know her boobs but the titties are nice but like you guys are really like uh very lean it looks like you don't have an ounce of fat on you until you get to the booty and thighs thank you i was like how does that even happen it's genetics you know it and is- it is it, it's what you have naturally and you it just is- have like white girls trying to copy it no no not at all because it's like white girls can have fats fat asses too it's just how Jarring the beauty standards have changed. Where it's like too much. Yeah, because from like the early 2000s, the 90s, you know, the beauty standards was like extremely lean, extremely mm. thin. What they, we, we, we called it heroin chic. Yeah, it yeah, gross. definitely. It, it was, was gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not a comment of endearment or Those anything. Those looked so tired. Oh, yeah, they look pretty janky. Like, I was like... <laughs> You tell them you have they have a fat ass, they're gonna go AWOL. Like they're literally like Yeah, yeah, that was their insult. Yeah, horizontally. It's hard to believe that being told that you have a fat ass uh twenty years ago was an insult. I actually got insulted by being told I had a fat ass (laughs) in junior high. So that would be, you know, early two thousand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like a huge compliment. It's a huge compliment now. It's like I don't know, it's like certain features like that are now like it's the ideal beauty standard now, but it just shows you how beauty standards shift and change now because 10 it years ago, it was like, like a bit of an extreme. Exactly. Like it was really like, okay, like, all right, black girls got really nice body. Yeah. And then, nice like, white lips. Girls were yeah. like, okay, I kind of want to do that. But then now it's like this. It's, it's like a copycat mechanism to it where it's like, it's like a little too extreme. Maybe it is a little too extreme. Cause I've seen some real, I'm not gonna say. Wait, I'm not gonna say. I don't want to get my ass. But I've seen some really bad BBLs in the club. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen it. Yeah. So it's like, and I've seen it in public too. And it's like, oh yeah, oh my god. Social media the, wise, yeah. I went to the SEMA show yeah. a couple of years ago. You know, it's this really big car show in Vegas. Yeah. I took my my sweet daddy. I love him so much. Oh my god, my father, my actual father, guys, stop it. Um, <laughs> Bye. My my daddy too was there. Chad was there. So all of us were there together, and we're walking around. And my poor dad has no idea. He was like, did you see that girl's butt? I was like, Dad, that's not real. He goes, what do you mean it's not real? Yeah. I say, what do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? Yeah. It's, even <laughs> like men didn't. can't differentiate because it's these unrealistic beauty standards. Yeah. And I blame kind of porn for having an effect on that, too. Dude, animation, slight animation also, because you have these yeah. unrealistic proportions, too. That's true. Damn, you remember the sister from Lilo and Stitch? Yeah, that bitch was fine as fuck, bro. Dude, she, <laughs> she, I mean, I think growing up watching, I was like, Nami, Damn, yeah, that's the body I want right there. Yes, dude, she was fucking gorgeous, big sister. Yeah, she was a ten out of ten. She was a knockout, but I know definitely a knockout. I wouldn't even say her body type was like unrealistic. Her? No, no, for her, well, but for her race or her ethnicity, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, like, it makes sense. It yeah. makes completely sense. Yeah. Like, no, I get, I get why girls are pushed to do it. Oh um, yeah, the beauty standards are very hazardous nowadays too. It's like a toxinness you- and stuff like that. But I've actually like never had a boyfriend before, like no official relationship or anything. Like even when I went into college and I did try to test the waters, I didn't hoe out or anything because my body count is still very, mm-hmm. you know, very low. 
But I think that's why, like, I got ghosted recently again by someone, so it kind of fucked me up, too. But it's, like, the aspect so of you, it. you don't really date a lot. Is it because you're really careful? It's guarded. It's because yeah. it's, like, even when you do let your guard down with one person that mm-hmm. you think has potential, it's, like, see how they treat you in the end. And it's, like, mm. when I did go, like, when I did try, and also my father, too, just the, how much he pressured us and just how he treated us in general, like, oh, I didn't see my value as, like, a woman. I just didn't know how to really talk with men or just be with them or just... You're so used to them being no, in a dominant I just, position. Yeah, I was just used to these funky, just these situationships and stuff. It's like I fall in love with them. I, I do surrender myself. I try my best, but then it's like it's not enough, and then they, it's like they break me or they do something that's like... It, it breaks me to a point where I become recluse again. Mm. So I'm 23 years old, and I can say I've never... And people find that very incredulous, too. Like Ooh, they, do you get that gross thing that they say? like, that? Oh, you're too pretty to be yeah, single. Yeah, and it's Blech. like, it, they expect me Blech. to be shallow, too, but they also don't understand that like I... They think it's your choice. They think it's my choice when it's really not... In high school, too, we weren't allowed to. Yeah, You know, me getting these experiences, losing my virginity, it's... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an adult now, you know? So it's like, it's upsetting. Are you still a virgin? No, I'm not a virgin. No, no. I lost my virginity at 18. So it's like. Well, that's a pretty normal age. It is a very normal age. I didn't lose mine until 17 and a half. Yeah. It was was a bit by choice. You know, I kept pushing guys off. uh, Exactly. Yeah. The right one. But guess what? Every first one is still horrible anyway. No. do Do you regret yours at all? Sometimes it or was like with the, a person that I actually like loved. Like I fell yeah. in love with him. Oh, so so I can say every person that I have been with romantically and sexually, except the one recently, because I've been trying to get out and try to hook up. Not this yeah. one. Just to try I've, to like find like yeah, just to, the sexual partner. Yeah, and to just yeah. get off this person that, yeah. That you're hooked up on. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I've fallen in love with every situationship I've been in. Yeah. And each one has broken my heart into Ugh. like pieces, especially the most recent one. Like it just I even messaged him th- today again. Just yeah, I wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. The one that we were telling you. Yeah. Like, fuck that guy. I know. I did. Yeah. Fuck Arkansas boy. Uh, yeah. Fuck him. I. He just doesn't. He doesn't sound like he knows what he wants. No. I feel like and oftentimes I feel like you have to make them like really chase you. You know, you just yeah. have to find that. I think for you, you're still really young, by the way. And it's perfectly yeah. fine because. You can either live the life that you're living now where you'll run into the person that you can take up your time with, like your years with. Exactly. Or you can be like me who has like habitually dated dudes for like three years each. Mm. So now I'm 34 and I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. I would rather, I mean, I've just given, I've given all my hopes and dreams to different guys. Exactly. You know, so I'd rather be like you and be like, okay, well, like this was a flash in the pan and it didn't fucking work out. Exactly. But at least you're not with these dudes for like, three or four years you know i've had the first one the first guy that i fell in love with he was like a situation ship of like two years dang never not one label wait and a minute it, oh my god there wouldn't have ever been a label anyways because it's just his background he was just like country very suburban oh. very mm-hmm. so it's like did you ever meet his parents or anything I actually did, but he didn't really. He just introduced me as a friend. And how? But long, it's like his mom together at that point. 
So it was from like high school all the way till 2020. Oh my God. So you guys were together for a fat minute. Yeah, he was, but he was like, he was doing his own thing. He was like fucking other people, but also pushing me. Like we were doing regular shit. Like I'd be over at his place, you know, we'd be intimate day and nighttime. Not intimate, just sex. Mm -hmm. It's just, I fell in love with him hard, but I'd say the one that I've, fallen in love with the hardest is Arkansas boy recently I fell in love with him very heavy and so I guess it just I'm just even no responses back nothing no yeah he's done because you you lent him some money didn't you (laughs) yeah I did the fucker got like 200 200 out of me well hey listen one of my ex-boyfriends I think I have an ex-husband who got like probably three months of alimony style amounts of money from me and then uh i have an ex-boyfriend who like i paid his lawyers and his court fees yeah bailed him out of jail yeah like we spend money on these dipshits it's it's not even that you're doing it as a control tactic it's you're doing doing it it because you care fucking fucking they'll ask they will they they (laughs) they are not afraid to fucking ask no he didn't ask me but it was like i could see his struggle i just could see him struggling i wasn't gonna do it at first but I did it. But you loved him and you wanted to support him and like show him that you were there for him. I loved him a lot and I still do love him, but it's like. And then so it was like kind of after that, he kind of just dropped off or whatever. I don't know what the hell it was. It's like, yeah, reconciliation happened. Kind of, I guess. I guess so. I guess I'm just not worth it now. No. No, they're not worth it. You know. Yeah, he's like the whole reason why my car is like in commission and everything too is because I exuberated so much energy going back Mm. and forth and seeing him so consistently and just making that drive so it's like whose fault is it but my you know and a lot of money in it he never once drove down to Tulsa never did and that's kind of when you can tell like that's what I was telling you last time like you have to find a guy who's obsessed enough with you that exactly that they'll do it that he's putting in like so much energy in you exactly and then that's when you can feel safe to put some energy back in but if you talk to a guy and he's like very um cool and you're exuberating a lot of energy yeah he told me when i saw him this month early in this month he said it would have been different if i lived in the same state as him he's like it definitely would be different and i wouldn't i wouldn't believe that. i wouldn't believe it for fucking, a first of all you, y'all y'all ain't even that far away from each other second of all he's a grown-ass man he can move down here is you know if he really cared and that's the kind of energy i'm talking about yeah if a dude isn't like if you guys have been fucking around for each other for three to six months or whatever and if he's not like trying to change his whole life to come you know live with you yeah um within like certain guidelines i'm not like trying to be yeah no you're right like extra or ask for like way too much exactly within within specific guidelines i think like they they do have to put in the same amount of energy they do and And if not then they're just a fuck boy yeah it's like i've putting energy for all my situationships so it's like it's something i have to figure out my own it's like i need to work on my self-love journey and i Mm -hmm. can't be attached or codependent on people easily and it's easier to not date while you're dancing anyway it is it it is is it's a lot easier it is but well and you're still you're still pretty young you know i didn't have rory until i was like 28 definitely so i know it's not too late for me it's not like i'm like 50 years old and shit I just don't know what is off-putting about me or, like, what attributes turns a guy off. Maybe it's uh, I'm too 
nice or maybe I'm too because apparently it turns men off sometimes if a girl's too nice they like a challenge I don't know yeah yeah you know there was a guy I was messing around with like several several years ago and I think that I came off as too nice like because I really liked him too much yeah. I liked him too much and seeing that's all of my boyfriends have like chased me yeah but this one guy I was like chasing him pretty hard yeah. I even I think there was a point like we were having sex and I was like listen if I don't tell anyone that we're together, will you continue to have sex with me? And he was like, yeah. And that should have been a red flag. I should have been like, dude, I'm way better than that. Exactly. But I was like too nice. I would try to buy him food. I was like putting way too much of myself out there on the line for him. Uh, he was way too pretty for me. And then, yeah, like he was just like, I'm not interested. Yeah. And he walked away pretty easily and then started dating other, other dancers, you know? Exactly. So that was when I think I realized too. That, yeah, like, when we are, like, extra nice to a guy, they just, they'll take advantage of they it. They do. And it's just my character in general. Yeah, and you're too sweet. But I think that you should just stay the way you are, and eventually you'll find a guy who I will. will see that and go, oh, my God, what a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I will. I know. It's just I'm struggling to detach from him, like, mm. especially with me messaging him, like, my emotions and stuff you're really young um i think so basically now i could say that for you your goal and your life journey right now is to like learn that right oh yeah just to like love get out there and um kind of like separate because you are really young so you're kind of like on this precipice yeah complete separatism from like just from yeah. your parents emotions and whatnot like you have this chance now in your life to like grow into your own person with your own ideas yeah like a butterfly yeah 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 and i think that'll happen for you and whether or not dancing is still involved for you i mean do you see yourself still dancing six months from now or are you trying to get out hmm. wow six months from now yeah well i guess you know like when you're at your one year mark in december yeah, I've been having slight avoidant issues, like, with trying to really realize, like, holy shit, we've been here for so long. I hit the 100, 100 milestone on home base no. recently. Let me really? see. Yeah. yeah. It's like 101 now. So I've done 101 shifts um, Dang. officially. That's awesome. So Well, I mean, I, th I think it's awesome. Yeah, that's a long <laughs> that, time. Know, I've been dancing since... Um, 2012 but you know i wanted to go into dancing exactly and so it's a very it's very different but i can tell you that like um dancing it goes by very fast it does it um, does go by ridiculously fast you go oh shit i think when i started realizing that i had danced for like nine or ten years i exactly. was like that's a long fucking time it is a long fucking time to be honest yeah. so well i guess we'll just have to see what happens huh? we'll have to see because yeah. even i don't know it's not crazy me yeah. like the person I'll have to interview you again in we'll uh, like to, in December. I'll we'll have to do that interview. Whether or not if I'm still here, I would still be up for the interview. Yeah, just like the like after she gets out, like how she's doing. After that'd yeah. be crazy if I like started up an OnlyFans or some shit. I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm now on Pornhub. <laughs> it's you like could. <laughs> you could do anything that you're comfortable with, and I think that's what's really important about dancing and about life in general. Is like you should only do it if you're comfortable with it. Definitely, so, but. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah, thank goodness. I've met some great people in here, like you, for example, Piper. Like, you're phenomenal. I've met actual friends in there, that like Lilo, the for example. Yeah. Lilo, if you listen, if you're listening to this podcast, I love you. Oh my and God. also Ash. Ash is a very good friend of mine. So it's like I've met phenomenal people in yeah. there that actually, they do care about you and they will call 
you and they will be there for you in your lowest moments. Mm-hmm. So thank God for that. That, because is, that is really true, actually. Because yeah. out of all the jobs that I ever had, I never had any friends from those jobs. Exactly. But like dancing, you will make like a really. So if anything ever happens with you in this life, at least you gain some really amazing girlfriends who have all seen you naked. Exactly. And all. can tell you with 100% honesty how hot and amazing you are. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> we're going to go. Thank you guys so much for listening today to the Pied Piper podcast.